Want to learn how to leverage your marketing to get clients on repeat? Charge a fee that leaves you with money in your pocket even after you've finished paying your bills? And finally, stop working with the clients that you've long outgrown? Liberated Business is a transformational program that combines group and one-on-one work so you get the best results possible. This differs from every other program out there because it helps you make money while supporting your joy and liberation throughout your entrepreneurial journey. Liberated Business starts this June and runs through November, and enrollment is open now. Visit thebadtherapist.coach liberatedbusiness to get all of the details and sign up. DM me on Instagram at thebadtherapist with any questions or to learn more. I cannot wait to get started with you. When I was younger and I had no kids and I had more time and all this stuff, like I could just see a bunch of clients and, you know, if someone needed to see me at this time, I could just be like, okay, I'll just do it. And things are just very different now. The other thing I needed was, you know, something else to offer that I could get a little more bang for my buck. Um, So having, you know, the occasional retreat or workshop or something like that, that's, you know, not an everyday thing is nice too. And also like I've been doing this for a while now, you know, therapy and I love it. But part of what drew me to this field is the idea of you could be creative in ways that most people don't even really think about. Hey there, and welcome to The Bad Therapist Show, the podcast for current and aspiring private practice therapists who want to earn more money, work less, and have a way bigger impact. I'm your host, Felicia, The Bad Therapist, former goody-goody therapist turned six-figure private practice owner and therapist business coach. I'm here to help you learn everything you need to know about private practice and expanding beyond the one-to-one model so you can earn more money and increase your impact as a therapist without burning out or hustling. Using my proven liberated business method, therapists at all stages of business have been able to grow their income while becoming even better therapists. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. It's time for you to get your time back and enjoy being a therapist again. You ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to The Bad Therapist Show. I'm Felicia, The Bad Therapist, and today we're joined by Julia, who completed the Scalable Offers for Therapists Mastermind last year. During her time in Scalable Offers for Therapists, Julia came up with an idea for an offer, which was very near and dear to her heart. She was able to sell it out just the second time she ran it. And Julia is going to share some of her own journey around creating a scalable offer in her business and what it was like to be a part of Scalable Offers for Therapists last year. Julia, thank you so much for being here and being willing to share your story with us. I would love if you could just introduce yourself a little bit and tell folks who you are and a little bit about your work. Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, My name is Julia Chopolis. I own a practice called Dynamic Heart Counseling. I'm located in New Jersey, and I've had my practice since 2015. And as you can imagine, since then, it's had many different forms, and it's evolved in many ways. So having you know, the opportunity to be in the Scalable Offers group was very helpful. Awesome. Okay, well, let's get into that part of your business. So you had a private practice for a really long time, and you work with people one-on-one there, but you really wanted to create something in your business that scaled. So Before joining Scalable Offers for Therapists, 
What were you either struggling with or what were you, when it comes to scalable offers, like where was the challenge around creating one, selling it? Like where were you stuck or not making movement there? And what were you really hoping to get out of joining and being a part of this? A lot of the issues for me with scalable offers in the past that I've tried is really my own mindset. It takes a lot of persistence. It takes a lot of putting yourself out there. And, you know, honestly, it takes it takes a team. And I think before I didn't really have that sort of feeling around anything that I was trying to offer. So when I was trying to put something out there, if I wasn't getting interest right away or the interest that I anticipated, it really made me want to retreat back into my shell instead of pushing and putting myself out there more to tell more people about it. It had the opposite effect. So what I was looking for, one was just like a support system. And two, I really, as my practice has changed over the years, the things I want to offer have been different. So I needed um, some people to just bounce some ideas off of and see what sounded good and what felt good to me at the same time. Um, So that's what, what I was looking for. Nice. I like how you said that it takes a team. I don't know if I would have said that myself, but hearing you say it, it just feels so true. I think a lot of us think that, you know, I have this idea, I'm just going to do it. And then when we get stuck, oftentimes we think, well, maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe the other people who are successful are successful just because they have an amazing idea or they have the perfect branding. And it's like, no, most people who are really successful at this are people who have a team, whether that's a coach or a mastermind they're a part of or people that are assisting them in their businesses. Very few people are actually doing this all alone. And I love what you said also about getting to use the group to bounce these ideas off of. Could you tell us a little bit about the idea that you arrived at for your scalable offer and how you came up with that idea? Maybe a little bit about how the mastermind helped you uh, get clear on that. Sure. Um, So my idea, the way I thought of it this time uh, with trying to come up with something was um, what's something that I would like to do? What's something that I would participate in if someone offered it to me? And that's not really how I'd looked at it before. Um, Going into scalable offers and meeting everyone, I came in with imposter syndrome, already thinking like all these people are going to be so much further ahead than me. And whether or not they were, everyone was just very, you know, supportive. But also everybody had doubts and you made a very comfortable space for us to talk about all the things we were afraid of. Um, And then you also kind of helped us get over ourselves a little bit and realize that you just have to like you just have to do it and try it or else it's definitely not going to work out. So what I ended up doing was um, something that I've been calling the mom's mini retreat. So at the time when uh, I was putting this all together, you know, I, I have one son already. He's three and I was newly pregnant with number two. And um just very much craving like a community support system, but also wanting to add more uh, spiritual elements to my practice. So one way we kind of workshop together was to do a retreat. So the retreat had the most recent one had uh, like a tarot reader. We had a sound ceremony. Uh, We did a saging cleansing at the beginning. And there was also uh, like a spiritual project. So we had, um, we did vision boards based on 
uh, you know, our intentions as mothers and put them on these really nice, um, big votive candles. So we could kind of do a, it was around the full moon. So we did like a full moon ceremony as well and squeezed all of that with our mini tarot readings into, um, it was supposed to be three hours. We, we went over, which was nice. Like everyone wanted to stay over like the allotted time. So um, I think it checked all the boxes that I wanted when it came to a scalable offer. And I had a lot of people who said that they wanted to come to future ones. So it was good. So very, very successful. It felt good to you. It's something as a participant, you would have attended if it was offered to you and people, the feedback you got was, this is amazing. I want to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It felt very like, yeah, felt special to me. And I think it felt special to everyone else. Yeah. So one of the things that I think you mentioned earlier that was so cool is that everyone had a different type of offer. Everyone uh, was in a different place coming into the mastermind. Like your offer that you did was an in-person, several hour long sort of workshop mini retreat, right? Like you said. And there were other people who were creating digital courses. I think There's one person in the group who actually already had a course, but really came into the group trying to use it as a space that would help them move through the selling process. And you really kind of came into the group closer to the beginning where it's like, I have the seed of the idea, but I need to get myself organized and I need to figure out how to market it and how to sell it. And so you're absolutely right. People were at all different stages when they entered the program. And you mentioned feeling worried that you would feel that imposter syndrome that people would be too far ahead of you or that you would be the only one having challenges in certain places. And what you found is that everyone was dealing with challenges. Everybody felt a little weird or a little uncomfortable at some points. People felt discouraged or they would get stuck on certain parts. But there was something really powerful about being in that community with other people and really seeing that you weren't the only one doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Or feeling these ways. Yeah. And that was very comforting because I don't really have, I know a lot of um, therapists in the area and I have a a large network around here where I practice, but not everyone does this kind of stuff. So um, some people are very much content with just having their one-to-one practice, maybe adding a couple of therapists to their practice, adding a group or two or that kind of thing. So I haven't really had an opportunity before to just solely focus on this type of component of a practice with other people like me. That makes sense. So it was it was good to have a space dedicated to that because in, you know, the outside world with other therapists, it's easy to talk about cases or complain about, you know, insurance companies or this and that, but rarely does the conversation just solely focus on like what offer Am I also planning to provide, you know, it just doesn't really come up. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I mean, I think that like you're saying, a lot of therapists are happy to talk with you about therapy and about therapy clients. And like you said, complain about the things we usually complain about, like not getting paid enough for insurance, but to have a space where you can actually focus on creating a scalable offer that's outside of the traditional therapy model is pretty special. I think out in the world, there are a lot of Uh, courses or programs teaching people how to create courses or programs or retreats or whatever. 
But there aren't a lot that are made specifically for therapists. And I think that's one of the things that makes scalable offers for therapists so special is that, yeah, you're going to learn how to create a scalable offer, but you're going to be in a community of other therapists who are, you know, because they're there, tend to be more entrepreneurial, tend to be more ambitious than the average therapist. Most therapists probably won't go on to create things like this, but the sort of people who come to Scalable Offers are kind of looking for that other way to express themselves. They don't want to just do therapy. They want to add something else to the mix. And yeah, we hear what you're saying. Like You may have felt perhaps like a little isolated or alone in your ambition because you didn't have a community of other therapists who were talking about these things or wanting to create these things before you joined Scalable Offers. Yeah. And I think the other thing I should add too is that, you know, when I was younger and I had no kids and I had more time and all this stuff, like I could just see a bunch of clients and, you know, if someone needed to see me at this time, I could just be like, okay, I'll just do it. And things are just very different now. The other thing I needed was, you know, something else to offer that I could get a little more bang for my buck. Um, So having, you know, the occasional retreat or workshop or something like that, that's, you know, not an everyday thing is nice too. And also like, I've been doing this for a while now, you know, therapy, and I love it. But part of what drew me to this field is the idea of, you could be creative in ways that most people don't even really think about. So offering these other things also kind of feeds that need to just always be creating something new, trying something new. So it just makes it more exciting for me. Yeah, those are all such good reasons to do something like this. The variety, the creativity, wanting to leverage your time differently as your own life changes. You know, you said at the beginning of this, you have a three-year-old. Now you have a second child at the time that you were in scalable offers. You were pregnant with that second child. And you were really just seeing that, yeah, it doesn't work for me to see the same number of one-on-one clients as I used to. I would really like to have an hour or a few hours here and there that I can spend and make much more money. Yeah, it became not just something I wanted to do, uh, for fun, but just also kind of a necessity to come up with something different that could still help me, you know, provide. Yeah, I think a lot of therapists are wanting to create something, but don't really know how to get started. And maybe they feel like it would be really helpful, but they don't necessarily see it as a necessity, or they think, well, I would love to create something that scales in my business, but I need to know for sure that it's going to work. Otherwise, I won't devote the time to that. And I think what is often the case for a lot of therapists is that when it comes to creating something in our businesses that scales and does actually give us a lot of financial return on our investment, is that actually does take time. You know, it is often the case that the first time you run it, you may not make as much money as you would hope to in the future, but it is that process of actually creating it, getting yourself in front of the people, building out your marketing, building out your offer that over time, if you keep it up, will really give you that return on your investment. And I think a lot of therapists, because they're already stretched so thin, are afraid to make that initial investment because they think, well, I can only do this if I get that payoff immediately. And I wonder what your thoughts are on that. Is that something that you were worried about coming into it? Did you come into it thinking like, 
you know, I know this is the beginning of the process. This might take some time. Did you come into it thinking, no, I have to make my money back right away? Like, how did you grapple with that at the time? And then I'm also curious, like, does that feel any different now? I think, so I'll I'll tell you, I know you've heard the story, but I'll share for the group that's listening. The first time I ran this, the two people that signed up were my mom and my sister. And um, it was very tempting. (laughs) Well, to me, I'm like, in my head, that doesn't count. Like, they're just doing it to, you know, appease me and support me. And, you know, what am I doing wrong that no one else is interested in this? So I definitely thought about and grappled with the idea of like, should I just give them their money back and not even bother with this? Um, After speaking with you, and also, you know, having a conversation with my, you know, my friend Jolene, that was running these events with me, uh, we decided to go forward with it, not for any sort of financial gain, because that probably did not happen. I think everything kind of evened out with what we spent on like, food and materials and stuff. Um, but it was more for like the energetic investment of, of moving forward with it because it could have been very easy to just, I could have just gotten very pissy and been like, you know, fuck this. I'm not going to, no one wants to do it and just kind of given up on it. But we spent that first group, not necessarily talking about mom stuff, but you know, we used it as a, a place to kind of like bring this this group idea to life and talk about how I envisioned it, how we envisioned it moving forward, why we wanted to do it, what it meant, all of that. So it was really nice. It was more of like an intentional space to like birth this group as opposed to talk about, you know, motherhood. And so, you know, I think it set a really good stage for it to work out the next time. I love that you're sharing that story here because I think for a lot of people, that is in fact how it starts. It starts sometimes with our friends and our family members being the first people who join our groups. The very first person who was a part of Liberated Business was a one-on-one coaching client of mine who is also a dear friend. And I approached her and was like, hey, I'm starting this thing. I would love for you to be a part of it. And she said yes. And I think It's so easy for us to not count that, to say like, well, this is my mom or this is my friend or this is my sister or this is someone I already know or this person I give a discount to. So it doesn't really count. It's like, no, it counts. And if you aren't willing to show up for that stage in the process, it's basically impossible to get to the next stage. And in your case, the next stage was that you actually completely sold out the second time you ran it. You filled all of the spots. And if you had stopped after that first time, who knows if you would have, well, I mean, if you had stopped, stopped, you wouldn't have had that result because you wouldn't have done it a second time. But that just seems so important for people to hear. And I, I think for therapists, again, where you can be so strapped and so stretched thin and just really so sensitive to any type of rejection and so quick to just like pull away and pull out. And what I really love about this program is it gives you scalable offers for therapists, gives you a really soft place to land with those concerns and with those fears. And you discover like, you're not the only one who is facing these challenges. And Also, because you're in a group with people who are at various stages, there are some people who are further along than you and can say like, yeah, I went through that too. And I'm in a different place now. And you have people who are closer to where you're at that are just kind of like in it with you. And then you have me who's actually being like, I've got all of you in this and you get to keep on going. 
Thank you so much for sharing that part of the story that you just kept on going even when the first time wasn't what you initially hoped. Yeah. And I, I think another thing um, to add too is that even though you were running the group, you've also like always been very transparent about how you feel about this whole process and with how you feel about you know, trying to put yourself out there and promote your business and promote your offers. And I think that helped so much too, just hearing from like our guide that it's normal to feel all the stuff we're feeling. Absolutely. I'm glad that it feels that way. Yeah, I try to be super transparent with people in my programs and use myself and my businesses as examples for different ways this can go. And one of the things that I always like to tell people is, to hold the intention and hold the hope that you are going to be wildly successful from the very start. Like I want everyone who works with me to believe that that's possible because it totally is. But in the moments when reality doesn't meet your hopes or meet your expectations, the thing to do is to love yourself through it. And that's the hardest thing to do because when we, when reality doesn't meet our expectations, when, you know, our only signups are our best friend or our moms, it can be so easy to be really mean to ourselves and say, well, who did you think you are to even get started with this? Clearly, this isn't for you. You should have just stopped. This is a waste of your time, a waste of your money. No one's ever going to sign up. And it's like, that is the moment where we need to be um, showing some self-compassion because that's the way that we're going to actually be able to keep on going and end up in positions where we are consistently selling. And when we are running these groups and having a fantastic time, It's really cool to also hear you reflect on that first time running it from the place of having run it again and sold it out that you kind of, at the moment, it felt a little hard, but in reflection, you're like, oh, that was such a great opportunity for us to get on the same page about what we wanted to create and actually set the intentions for the groups going forward. So it's interesting to hear how in retrospect, it sounds like, I don't know if you would say this, but maybe like it happened in the perfect way. Yeah, you know, I think so. I think that maybe it needed to be fleshed out a little bit. And I clearly had some of my own mindset stuff to get through in order to make it happen successfully. And I also needed to allow other people to support me and help me. And that's not always the easiest thing for me. So, you know, um, I needed to let it happen. Yeah, it sounds like it was a good training ground for what would happen next. I want to ask you just a few more questions before we go. Did you have any concerns or fears around joining the mastermind? And how did we work through those in the mastermind? I know you mentioned the imposter syndrome. I don't know if you want to say more about that or if there's like something else that was a concern or a fear for you coming in. I think the, so that was probably the biggest one. Um, the other one I think was just logistically. So I was very early on in my pregnancy. I was very tired, just feeling like crap and wondering, you know, am I just going to like waste this opportunity? Am I going to be able to keep up? And then how's that going to look to other people that are in this? But everyone, you know, we were all, like I said, at different places and had different amounts of time to put into the program and everything that you provided to us. So, you know, while I couldn't always keep up with everything on the pace of like what was happening each week, it was still very valuable in that you were very gracious about that. And, you know, it was never an issue of like, oh, you didn't do your homework or anything like that. 
but it was still useful. Like, you know, you just show up, you hear what everyone is going through, what everyone's thinking about. It's, you know, inspiring in itself. So, you know, there was that component. And then there was also, you know, what you shared as far as worksheets and all that, which was great too. But I didn't feel bad if I didn't get to those in time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you're saying that because I I really tried to streamline scalable offers for therapists so that it's actually quite simple and there's no information that you don't need. And something that I say to people who are considering joining is I basically take you through every single step in the process from coming up with the idea to delivering it. And in between is like marketing and selling and like creating uh, like a teaser event and all of these different elements. And we go over this in eight weeks. And so the chances of you moving at that pace over those eight weeks, you know, maybe there are some people who are going to do that, but it's definitely not the expectation because someone may come in and they may be needing to come up with the idea and they're actually going to use these eight weeks as the incubator to really flesh that idea out. Some people are going to come in with an offer that they've actually already created, but they've never been able to sell it. And so they're going to be really focused on using that time to actually market and sell their offer. So there's literally no way to fall behind or not do this properly because the intention is always just to give people the breadth of this entire process and then the support to nurture them wherever they're at in that process. So you're absolutely right. Like, I think some people would feel concerned like, oh no, am I going to use this the right way? And it's like, yeah, of course you are. You're going to use it in whatever way is most optimal for you. And then you're going to have this entire sequence that you can come back to anytime you need it to do the part in the process that you're at at that given time. So yeah, I'm really glad that you shared that. Thank you, Julia. Yeah, of course. So what would you say to somebody who is listening to this episode right now and is considering joining Scalable Offers for Therapists, but is on the fence? Like, what would you want to tell them? I would say that the way that the program is set up is that you can kind of cater it to your own needs. So you don't really have to worry about um, fitting yourself into like a certain formula. Like you do everything on your timeline. I highly suggest making sure you show up for the actual Uh, meetings where you get to all talk to each other. I think that was super valuable. But it's definitely not going to hurt your business to, you know, start exploring the idea of a scalable offer. And this is a really good way to do it. So, you know, you can take it from someone who's done it, that it is definitely worth your time. Well, I appreciate that so much, Julia. It's so nice to hear you say that. And It was such a joy to have you in the group. Last year's group of therapists was so amazing. I think as a facilitator, it was actually really beautiful to witness how you loved and supported each other. I don't know if you felt that way, but as the facilitator, I just like really loved seeing you all love on each other and support each other. It was such a sweet group. And I'm so excited to see who shows up this year, the community that gets created around that. Because like you said, Julia, it's such a special thing to get to be in community with other therapists who are also ambitious, creative, and who are wanting to work outside of the traditional therapy model, because you all just come up with so many good ideas and really inspire each other throughout the process too. Yeah. And I definitely say that there was a therapeutic element in it. I think, you know, when you're with a group of therapists, like that's going to happen, you're all going to support one another and be kind and provide insights. And that was very valuable. So I couldn't agree more. 
Yeah. In terms of creating a scalable offer, this is a really lovely place to do it. This week is the very last week to join Scalable Offers for this year, and the cart closes this Saturday, September 30th. So make sure you go to thebadtherapist.coach to sign up or go to the link in the show notes. The last few spots are available as of you listening to this right now, and I hope that you will be a part of it. Thank you so much for being on the show, Julia, and sharing your story with us. It's so helpful for me to hear. I'm sure it's really helpful for others who are listening. Whether or not they're going to join Scalable Offers for Therapists, just like hearing a therapist's insights and journey around creating their own offer and one way that that can look. So folks, since you've been listening, go check out Julia, check out her work. Um, She is planning another mini retreat this fall, so stay tuned. You can find out about it on uh, Dynamic Heart Counseling on Instagram and also on her website. That's dynamicheartcounseling.com. You can follow her work there and see what she's up to. Julia, thank you so much for being a part of the show. It was lovely to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you next week. That's all today for The Bad Therapist Show. Thanks so much for hanging with me. I hope you got some gems that you can start using right away in your own business so that you can break out of good therapist conditioning and build the business that you want. If you've gotten something out of this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with one of your good therapist friends who really needs to hear it. And while you're at it, please consider leaving a rating and or review so that we can change not just our individual businesses, but transform the mental health system that got us here in the first place. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week for more private practice and coaching tips. Remember, bad therapists make the best therapists.